0: You're listening to Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers with your hosts Greg Barrett and Kane Holloway.
1: Are you speaking into your freshly cleaned mic? I am. Right into my self-quarantined microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's sanitized for my perfection. Yes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, Let's keep it safe out there, folks.
1: I just said sanitized for my perfection, and what I meant to say was sanitized to my
2: protection. For for your protection. For my protection. But it's...
1: But your... Words are already difficult today. Mm -hmm. It's uh, been a long day. It's been a long day. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I'm Greg. I'm Kane. This is Don't Take Bullshit.
2: Why would you ever take bullshit? From fuckers,
1: and now you don't have to because Never. Kane and I are about to announce something that has us both so giddy. Yes, I can't believe it, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I can't believe I don't even have one. I know. And what we're talking about is a don't take bullshit from fuckers notebook, which you can now buy a red notebook, hardbound. Uh, yes, notebook mm-hmm. where you can write down your fuckers they're bullshit (laughs) and then the rest of the manifesto that you write to change your life Mm -hmm. you oh i wish i had this in high school god it would be so
2: great imagine you're a woman at a coffee shop right yeah and you got your coffee and you're trying to write all your bullshit and your fuckers down in your notebook yeah and then a guy comes up and he tries to flirt with you (laughs) and you're not in the mood just hold up the cover (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that fucker's gonna go walking off
1: When when you're finished just putting stuff in your journal, just Mm -hmm. just getting it in there, and then you you close it, Uh. and it just says, Don't take bullshit from fuckers. (sighs) Everybody knows what you're all about. Like this, I think even more than a t shirt. Mm -hmm. Like a t shirt's an easy thing to do. It's easy to wear a t shirt.
2: Absolutely. Everyone wears a t shirt. But to
1: carry around your own book with your manifesto and Mm -hmm. your, I mean, you know, maybe someday we'll get to the point where we have pens and pencils.
2: Oh, yeah, red, bright red, <laughs> bright red. Crystals. But these
1: are red, bright red, like the tasty cover that we have
2: for our podcast. Guys, follow the show DTBFF Podcast on Instagram and go to the link we have in the bio Mm -hmm. and see what we're talking about (laughs) because we're just describing it and you can get from our energy that we're fucking super stoked about it but you gotta see it
1: the core of any rehabilitation is journaling and Mm -hmm. writing things down and also having a book that's yours that's got just your ideas and your private thoughts in it Mm -hmm. and a place where you can go to just to get it out you know what I mean? And also to plan and to make your put your new dreams into process. Yeah. So it's exciting. We're both just fucking delighted by the oh. idea that we have our own. Like more than anything, we still want you to buy the pin. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. No. We no. want you to buy the pin and the book.
2: As egomaniacal as it sounds for me to really <laughs> push out a button with my face on it. Let me tell you, I mean, I will... But they're I, not your buttons. They're not my... Yeah, exactly. They're
1: Greg Barrents Kane Holloway
2: buttons. <laughs> sure. They've always
1: been Greg Barrett's Kane Holloway buttons. Absolutely. They're I my mean, buttons. Let me push them. I remember... Let s- me
2: push them. I remember signing that NDA. <laughs> they're Greg
1: Barrons Kane Holloway buttons. And what you do is you buy that button and you look at it and you assign it a goal. Mm-hmm. And then you put the pin on and every time you look at it, you are reminded, as I am, that yeah. I want to start a cult. Yes. We're trying to start a cult. We had a cult meeting today, in fact. We did. We had a cult meeting today. Today we did an event with Natasha Adamo, who we love, who we'll have on the show, and who you should follow at Natasha Adamo on Instagram mm. or her uh, blog, which is called Post Male Syndrome. I would say that the blog is for women, but I know a lot of men, there were men at this thing today, but she had a, a workshop. In Mm -hmm. L.A. that Kane and I were both at and helped with. And there were cult members there. Mm -hmm. And and new listeners. There are some people listening to this right now who just attended Natasha's event. And it was amazing. And we have our own event June 20th. June 20th. Yeah. And Eventbrite is Mm -hmm. where the tickets are. And I want to see a spike in ticket sales after this airs. I'm done with telling you people to do things. And then you waiting three weeks Yes I don't want you to wait three weeks I want you to get a ticket now By June, I think all of the coronavirus stuff will be a thing of the
2: past Yes, let's hope beyond hope Oh my God, let's hope hope. so Good Lord Almighty Yeah,
1: and if you're at home right now and you're by yourself because of the coronavirus Let us be your audio buddies Yeah We're with you
2: Hey guys, while you figure out, should I vacuum again? Well, I mean, we'll be with you during the whole time (laughs)
1: Yeah, 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 go ahead and put this on while you clean the toilets again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even though we're not worried about an STD, but uh, while you go
2: out, if you're f- deciding to brave the the wilderness that is the grocery store, so you can go find that single mirage pack of toilet paper, I don't, I still do not understand what the fuck that's about. But you know, I don't think anybody does. No I, one does. The,
1: the whole reason that there was going to be less of a surplus of toilet paper is because it's the apparently the same paper that they use to make the masks. Ah, what? Yeah, I had heard something to that effect. It had to do something with the masks. We're also made of the same paper, or it's the same kind of tissue that they used. And so, I don't know. But also, we bought a bunch of toilet paper because we panicked. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if I'm going to outlive the toilet paper that we (laughs) have. I don't know that I live to wipe... That much. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm going to be alive that long. <laughs> no. And I'm in pretty good shape. I'm not talking about there's something wrong with me and I'm yeah. not talking about getting the coronavirus. I'm saying...
2: That's how much toilet paper you if, have.
1: If, if everything goes to plan right. and I live the life that i meant to live, I still won't use that
2: much <laughs> toilet paper. True. And when, and uh, if, if all drinking water becomes undrinkable, at least you'll have a clean ass. So that'll be good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're uh, at home cleaning your ass, please enjoy the podcast <laughs> is what we're trying to say. Why don't we get to our first question before we ruin this podcast completely yeah. and make people... Uh, And I got, this one was sent to me on actual Instagram. This comes from David and he says, hey man, I'm loving the new podcast. Well, thank you.
2: Thank you, David. I have
1: a couple big fuckers in my life right now. They revolve around the same thing. First, I'm a quiet, introverted dude. Second, I have a bandmate that just talks nonstop and will ask me things, but will steamroll in with whatever is in his head, usually before I can get a single word out. He insists that he doesn't. Finally, the other night, I had enough and I exploded because he wouldn't let me speak. Now I'm the bad guy to him. He insists he did nothing wrong, even after my other band members backed me up. I knew from the start Uh that he and I wouldn't get along, but we make pretty good music, so I figured it'd be the Mick and Keith thing. Any tips would be appreciated, even if it's just a string or a pick recommendation. (laughs) Sure. 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 I Fender mediums. And Ernie Ball extra slinky mediums.
2: I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> those are just... Are those picks?
1: Ernie Ball extra slinky are strings. Oh. And Fender mediums are picks. Oh. Uh, any tips would be appreciated. Thanks, David.
2: So, where should we start? Well, first of all, I want to say that the guy that he's talking about is one of the worst fuckers of them all. Yeah. I he, 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 hate... Steamrollers. Oh my God, Greg! I'm not done. <laughs>
1: it's so funny because I'm as I, I think I ha- in my life I've been a steamroller. Yeah, of course. I think there've been periods in my life where I really was a steamroller, not to the extent that this guy is. You know, if somebody stopped me and told me I was steamrolling, I could hear that. Yeah, but it would be hard for me not to constantly be talking.
2: Yeah, I'm a chatterbox. So yeah. are you. But uh, you also, and, and I, I like to have, there's that great Bill Burr bit where he's like, I don't feel like I'm yelling. It's just that I want to get all of my opinions out before you get to talk again. That's all. <laughs> right. And that's how I feel a lot of the time when I'm really passionate about something or right. if I feel like I'm right. And then people will start to talk and then it has, I have to be like, okay, God, your turn now. And do everything in my power to be like, oh God, I, I have so much more to say But these,
1: I have to really ground myself to not be thinking about what I'm going to say next Mm -hmm. based on what you're saying, like to really listen. Like, I mean, I've gotten better at it. I'm a pretty good listener now, but it took me a while to really get the skill down of, okay, stop thinking about what the next thing is you're going to say when they finally shut up and actually listen to what they say. Right. You know?
2: But if you're a bad listener, I think that is something on its own. You can be a good friend and also be a bad listener because as you're listening to someone speak and then they just say something that triggers a memory or a story or something that you've been binge watching or something, that's another thing. And then when you're done talking, they go, oh, before when you were mentioning whatever, Mm -hmm. this, this happened. Now, that's you being a bad listener, but you're not technically being a steamroller. I know he, the way he just described this guy. I know this yeah, guy. Yeah, he did a good I job of describing that character. know this guy. Yeah. And this dude does not give a fuck what you're
1: saying. Well, that I mean, not unlike our president. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just a guy that's going to talk over you and, yeah. and has no interest. Mm-hmm. Has no interest in what? I'm
2: the best listener. I've been the best listener this entire time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I listen to everyone. Wait, I'm not done.
1: Yeah, those kinds of people are really frustrating, especially in a creative environment where everybody's input, you know, is needed. And Pat, who has been in bands before, gets it. But you know, a band is an organic thing. And there, you look. If if I'm being honest, in most bands, there's usually one guy that is like this. There's usually one guy that runs the show. That, I mean, as much as we like to think of them as little democracies, they really, mm-hmm. they really are tiny fiefdoms. But it's frustrating in a situation where you are not an extrovert, and then you take the moment to finally say, hey, quiet. Mm
2: -hmm. And then the guy's
1: like, why are you being such a dick? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why are you being such a dick to me? I'm not doing at all what you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The gaslighting of like, that's not who I am. I'm not doing that, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel, I feel Mm -hmm. for this guy. The question he asks, and I guess what he wants to know is, you know, what does he do with a guy like this? And or does he, because he likes the music. Mm -hmm. So he likes the end result. And that this is always, this is why so many bands have hung together for years with people that just despise each other.
2: Yeah,
1: Because the end result somehow is good. I don't know that there's any end result that would be good enough, but I haven't been in the Rolling Stones.
2: Or the Beatles.
1: Right. Right. But they couldn't, the Beatles couldn't do it.
2: No, yeah, the Beatles
1: no. couldn't stay together. They couldn't overlook their differences.
2: Come on, just come together, oh, I'm right so now. Sorry. Yeah, okay. So sorry, God. I'm, I'm that so makes sorry. me want to take.
1: It's hard. It's almost hard to. There's so many things around here I could hit you with that I'm confused because <laughs> almost everything seems perfect to smack you right in the skull with. Like there's the board, there's the computer, Greg. There's <laughs> Pat's toaster oven. You better like there's so many things I could just smash you in the face with right now. But I really want to smash you in the face with. But Greg,
2: you better just just watch out. I've been lifting a lot. I've been getting stronger, have you? and I'm almost like I have the kind of strength where I feel like I am the walrus. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my. God.
1: That's like okay.
2: I didn't even make Pat laugh. No.
1: <laughs> no. No, that was like Pat just sighed. He just sighed. Like he seemed to, like he was tired of podcasting altogether. Like Pat is usually laughing. Like to get him to, he, was just, he just looked down, Jesus. wrote something on a piece of paper, and just sighed. I'm
2: so sorry. And I think he
1: might have just written down Fire King.
2: And then he's just going to so show sorry. that to me when you're not looking. Uh, you know what? This wouldn't have happened if we podcasted yesterday.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. You had to explain that one so I'd recognize it. It was so subtle.
2: All right, I'm done. No more. I won't oh, do it again. I promise. Holy shit. I promise I won't do it again. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Bands especially, if you really hate the person, but you make a good product together. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's a hard thing to navigate. I think with friends, even. I had a friend. This guy. This guy was the one-upsman. He had a much better story than I had. Mm-hmm. He had a much better way of doing things. One time, I was at the gym and he called and I picked up and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm at the I'm at the gym lifting." And he's like, "Wow, oh, what do you what kind of?" Li-? And this dude never goes to the gym. Tiny, tiny little fella. And I'm like, "I'm doing reverse." I did I s- described what workout I was doing and he goes, "Ah, oh, don't do that one." And I'm like, "You fuck." And that was one of many things that made me snap on him, where I was like, "Really?" I'm not even working outright. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. I was like, I knew you'd do it. I knew it. And we had a fight on the phone. Yeah. I
1: have a couple. You know, it's interesting. I used to really pick people like that, especially when I was in high school, because I didn't have my own opinions and I didn't really know what my own opinions were. So I needed, you know, sometimes you cling to people like that because without them, there wouldn't be a band. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are certain personality types that like for an introverted dude in a band to have a guy who's an extrovert, you know, there's the trade off. You know, you probably wouldn't be able to write a song or whatever it is that this guy adds to the, to the mix. I bet this guy's the singer, sure. but you know what I mean? So a lot of times when people complain about that, it's like, well, what do you bring into the party? Because you live off of people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we all circle around people that are, engaging and charismatic and and fun and interesting but then they also don't listen to us so then they hurt our feelings and i would constantly surround myself like that and even in stand-up i would always pick super opinionated super sure themselves kind of people to be around yeah so that i could figure out how to be a comic also
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know i was never that guy completely until eventually i was like i don't like being around these people that make me nervous
2: Yeah, yeah. It feels like that kind of guy, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like that kind of guy, when he talks about his band, it's his band. Yep. You know, you guys go together to something as a band, and he's like, this is my band. These are my bandmates. Yeah. Oh, man, you should hear the story that Jim has. Jim, that story you have, hold on, I'll tell it. And then it's just (laughs) now it's his story. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, cool. But you guys make you guys make something great together, and that's that's this weird trade off. But I think but the
1: steamroller is a type of fucker. Yeah, like I want to start categorizing fuckers. I want to start making a list of fuckers, the types that there are, because the steamroller is a big one, and the steamroller is a tough one to negotiate because, again, you get something, and I, I want to say this with deference to Dave, you get something from this relationship. So you're to blame.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, like I feel for you and I'm sorry that this guy talks over you and I'm glad you were able to come out of your shell and stop him for a moment even though it didn't do any good. Mm-hmm. But you get something from this. And maybe it is just being in a band, but there's some kind of comfort. You know, we talked about this today with Natasha. There's some kind of comfort people have in being subjugated.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. letting this guy do all the thinking and the talking. Yeah, you know what I mean, or a lot well, of the thinking and the yeah, talking. Yeah,
2: because he's the loudest. He's the loudest. He might not even have the best ideas. He's probably
1: the and he's the most opinionated.
2: Right. And uh, any good salesman isn't actually that good of a salesman. They're just really loud and they make they make whatever shitty things sound. Like They're enthusiastic. You need, yeah, no, they've you got charisma.
1: They all narcissists have charisma. Yeah, they do, and that's why we love so many narcissists. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we love a Muhammad Ali. You know, mm-hmm. uh, somebody like that. That's why
2: we love, you know... Um, you love him, you hate him, you love to hate I him. I mean,
1: there's look, there are people that love the president, yeah. you know, and he is a first-class narcissist, you yeah, know? For sure. The only opinion that matters in the room with him is him. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking gotcha. at him, I'm not even talking about him as a... I'm talking about him as an archetype of a narcissist, not even as a president.
2: Yeah. But, you know what I mean? He just holds the job as president right now. If it was... We could be talking about him as a, as a business owner. As a, anybody, as a, as a media mogul. Or Even somebody. when he
1: was just the host of The Fucking Apprentice, he was still a narcissist. Oh, yeah, he loved himself. First class, yeah, he thinks he's... He, he puts really his name on stakes. That. But it's also gotten him to a certain place because there are lots of people that want to follow.
2: Yeah.
1: See, that's the thing about our cult. We've got to be more narcissistic about how fucking great we are yeah. so that people will follow the cult. And they have to follow the cult because they need us to make their decisions for them.
2: <laughs> yes. That's right. And that's
1: why you get the notebook. Get the notebook. Get the yeah, notebook. notebook. I want those notebook sales to be so off the charts that fucking Redbubble yeah. has to call us <laughs> and say we can't keep these things in stock.
2: No, yeah. You're gonna have to go to a bigger company. We I- only
1: made fourteen red books and figured maybe six of them would get covers on them and now you're fucking people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, they are Redbubble, what a great what a great company to go to for our product. Yeah. The big bright red don't take bullshit from fuckers no Yeah, point.
1: where our pin will soon be as well. And you can buy both products there. And you will probably want to buy both products. As you should. As you're getting your tickets to come out to Los Angeles to see us after the plague.
2: Yeah, after this (laughs) narcissistic coronavirus. So what
1: should he do? Should he stay in the band?
2: I think he should make it pretty apparent that he's not going to listen to the guy when he filibusters. I think when it's idea time, when it's songwriting time, you go in there, you roll in, here's my ideas. You make a plan with the other band members to be like, this is how the new thing's going to go. Oh, good. I'm not comfortable with the amount of time you spend on the podium talking. Because uh, we also have a bunch of ideas or we have this thing. I can't hear it anymore. I just can't.
1: And I'm sorry if your feelings are hurt. And yeah. that's just a game you're playing to get me to feel bad for you yeah. and make you the victim. You're not the victim. I'm the victim of you never stopping talking.
2: Right. And if he bounces, if he's like, I can't take this anymore. And he he leaves from the band. I think the best thing you can do at that moment is go, all right, fine. Me and the other guys will make music. When you decide to grow up and come back. And come back. We'll, we'll welcome you with open arms, but yeah. we're not going to take this fucking filibustering bullshit from you any longer.
1: Right. And you don't have to be an extrovert to say those things. That's just you speaking your piece, which everyone will be thrilled. I bet there's guys in the band that were thrilled to have you talk. Mm-hmm. I bet the minute you did that, other people went, oh, thank
2: you. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> fucking thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and even though those guys backed you up, I think you've got a majority there in the band. So, you know, depending on, you know, what you want to do. And this stuff happens all the time in bands. It's the nature of bands. But
2: it's the nature of of being creative with other people. Yeah. The amount of times I had I had a big blowout with a guy. He's not he's not necessarily a narcissist uh, and he doesn't steamroll, but he does control. He likes control of the thing. And but he also doesn't speak his mind. He's more introverted. And yet he needs the control because he's the one that's going to be able to do it right. And so we were trying to create this thing and he was having a hard time with the equipment and I teased him for it and he snapped at me. So then I snapped back at him and it was one of these blow ups that we needed because then after that we, we actually became closer because mm. I, I told him all these things that I wasn't able to really articulate of how I think he handles the situation in him with the same thing. Right I'm not seeing the amount of hard work he's putting in, which was true. I wasn't seeing all this other extracurricular stuff that he was doing on the side and I was also telling them like, you act like the manager of this group when we're really trying to be a unit. You're, right. you're not the boss of of this particular group. And, right. and it was good. I mean, we stopped creating after that, but uh, <laughs> but it was long yeah, after lesson learned. but it was long after the things that we were creating weren't weren't good enough. You right. know what I mean? And then and we realize we don't collab well. But right. we're still really good friends. We had that blow up and we're still good friends. Right. And right, sometimes right. you need that blow up. Introvert, extrovert. I'm an extrovert. And some people who are much more extroverted than I am will talk over me all the time. And oh, it, yeah. then it becomes my my thing to go, do I care enough about this person to tell them, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> give me a fucking chance? Or do I just go, ah, you know what? I'm going to avoid them. I don't need this. Right.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. That is true. And it is actually how much you do care about the person to want to let them know. And also to be able to not walk away and go, why don't I say something? Yeah. You know, to not to not feel like, why am I not sticking up for myself? Mm-hmm. Why do I think so little of myself that I'm not going to stick up for myself and say, hey, I don't like this anymore? Yeah. You know, I'm uncomfortable. So I hope that was helpful, man. Yeah. I really appreciate the question. I really actually was excited by it when I got it because I thought, you know, here we are. Putting together our thing, and I think that does identify the steamroller mm-hmm. is one of our Steam fuckers. Yeah, is a yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, it's a motherfucker. So write it down. Also, uh, again, not to hammer the point home, but go ahead and uh, David and get yourself a journal, mm-hmm. and go ahead and put his name down at the top of the fucker list.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited! I can't wait for the book, the book book, which will look like the notebook.
1: That's right. You yeah. won't be able to tell the difference.
2: No, you really won't. It'll be horrible marketing. <laughs>
1: Oh, let me know because I I came memeless today. I had three last uh, week and they were terrible. Yeah, and I re-listened to the segment and thought you showed up with nothing, Greg.
2: <laughs> it would have been better you if showed we showed up with nothing, freestyled them on the spot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> seriously.
2: Love is where blind people go to see. Aha! I just made That's, it up on the spot.
1: That feels like one of the ones I picked last
2: week. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Uh, I have three. Okay. This one says, don't let the flower in you wither just because someone failed to water it. I, I, <laughs> mm. there's a flower inside you that a seed has been planted in your belly.
1: Right. But someone failed to water it, which yeah. means it's dependent on water from other people. Mm-hmm. But so water, is- it should just say water your own flower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs>
2: Mm -hmm. um don't let the flower in in you wither just because someone failed to water it my interpretation of this is you can water the flower yourself if somebody doesn't but then you know also accept the people who are willing to water your flower god what a terrible i don't like it anymore yeah (laughs) it just got yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) the more you try to justify like never mind yeah this one says darling people who come in waves aren't meant to be harbored at the shore huh what people do we think come about
1: that in waves weren't meant to be harbored at the shore that's somebody who took a meme writing class <laughs> <laughs> spent a lot of money
2: i, I really had an instructor <laughs> <laughs> most of most of mine are water-based <laughs> hashtag are. squirt squirt <laughs> uh...
1: Oh, squirt, squirt. Squirt, squirt. Oh, I forgot all about
2: That's it. That's right. <laughs> People who come in waves, motherfucker. They weren't even trying to dock at your shore, bitch. That, shit. That makes that sound better. Mm-hmm. You can't have a motherfucker water your plants. You can't trust a motherfucker to water your motherfucking plants, bitch. Get your ass up and water your goddamn plants. I'm sick of this shit.
1: I love when little squirt, squirt shows up. <laughs> Ah, oh, what's up, little squirt? Squirt, how's uh,
2: modeling? Oh man, modeling be—I be struggling. I'm misunderstood. You know that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm misunderstood.
2: I can't go. I can't go on the runway because it is motherfucking coronavirus and shit.
0: <laughs> I bought out Costco. I've got all the toilet paper. I saw that shit on the street. <laughs>
1: but you're the son of the two really wealthy. <laughs>
2: Celebrities, do you really need to be selling toilet paper Man, on the I, street? I got my own toilet paper. I spray paint my toilet paper gold. <laughs> it that makes defeats. it real useless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it defeats the problem. You I see me know. with my pants off. There's just one streak of gold glitter <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> oh, little
1: squirt, squirt! You oh, did damn! It again. I did it
2: again.
1: <laughs> you got sanitizer in those guns? Is that what you got inside those squirt guns? <laughs> You got
2: sanitizer in those guns? Squirt, squirt. Squirt, squirt. Yo, put your hands out. <laughs> if you want to get sanitized, put your motherfucking hands up. Squirt, squirt. Squirt, squirt. Squirt, squirt. Everybody from the 303. <laughs> put your motherfucking hands up and don't get sick. That doesn't right.
1: No, but it's a good lesson. <laughs> it's a really good lesson. Don't touch your eyes. I'm it's out. It's a good lesson. <laughs> If you're listening to this while you're cleaning your bathrooms, (laughs) (laughs) we hope that you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, We know that we're home alone with you. You may be just a person who has uh, quarantined themselves by themselves, so mm -hmm. uh, Kane and I are here for you. Uh,
2: I have another one.
1: Okay, here we go.
2: This one is from one of my favorite rappers, Royce to Five Nine. He collaborates with Eminem a lot. What's his name? Royce to Five Nine. I reward loyalty with loyalty. I I reward disloyalty with distance. That's from Royce to 5'9". Got a new album out called Allegory. Everyone go listen to it. It's amazing. That's pretty good. Read it again. I reward loyalty with loyalty. I, re- I reward disloyalty with distance. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It's good. It's really good. He's got a great... I want to say it because I've been meaning to say it the last few episodes, but he put out a, a great album called The Book of Ryan, and it's all about his dad's addiction to cocaine and abuse and then... Him getting over, or uh, him being a an alcoholic and getting in therapy, and it's the book of Ryan is f- just fantastic. The okay. book of Ryan by Royce of five nine. If you're struggling with addiction or or, or old abuse and you really love music that means something, I've listened to it a million times. The book of Ryan, and right he, on. And then he also has another one called The Allegory. It's really good, really really good. So go check out Royce at five nine.
1: Also, the Beatles made some good records. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> If you want to check out some records. Yeah. And I would get them in record form.
2: You should. And go get a record. Those big, uh, what were they called? Five Nines? What were they called? Al-
1: albums? LPs? LPs! Yeah.
2: What are they called? Records?
1: They're called records.
2: No, vinyl. There we go. Well, I... they're
1: not called vinyl. They're made of vinyl.
2: That's what I said. Didn't I mean, I we that? can refer to it as vinyl. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. That's what I meant. Do you reward... Have you never owned a record? Never once. Never even listened to music on a record. You've ever listened to music on a record? Listen, I'm from VHS and cassette tape days. And my dad pretty much owned anything that was a soundtrack to a movie he kind of liked. So we had the soundtrack to Ghostbusters... And Phenomenon <laughs> Phenomenon that Phenomenon I don't even remember that movie I know Nobody does And we would listen to that on road trips He's like, who wants to listen to the soundtrack to the movie Phenomenon your father, With your John Travolta Your father was abusive He was, wasn't he? He was abusive
1: He was abusive
2: Oh, and one and
1: Ghostbusters
2: <laughs> and Ghostbusters And it had just that Ray Parker Jr. song on it And then after that, you didn't know any other songs No <laughs>
1: That was before they made big soundtracks, really. As I, know. I recall,
2: I know. Yeah, my dad. What a dumb shithead. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the reason I have bad taste in music. Sometimes there's like there there was a moment there where I listened to nothing but Limp Bizkit, and I'm really upset about it. I'm really wow. Upset. I listened to nothing. Wow. but... Wow. Come on. Sometimes you just feel like you're gonna break stuff.
1: Oh, that, because you be, you didn't listen to it because he made you. You no. listened to it. That was your former rebellion.
0: Yes. I I would have hated you. (laughs) Yes,
1: of course you would have. I would have hated you. Oh, my God. I loved. I uh, hated Limbiscuit in a way like it's just hard for me. Like they were everything that was wrong with anything that was good. Yes, that's true. They were everything that was wrong. Now, to be fair. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes when I hear the riffs, just the riffs, uh-huh. not not the content of the vocal, mm-hmm. but just the riffs, I think, oh, that, that's a monster riff. That's yeah. a that's a pretty good punk funk riff, if you will. Sure. But uh, rolling, 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 rolling,
2: yeah.
1: and that guy fucking wandering around in his short pants like a lost postman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a lost postman. <laughs> Holy shit. That's true so true.
1: <laughs> like a po- like a postman being chased by bees.
2: <laughs> what an asshole.
1: Such an asshole.
2: He, did, he died he died his soul patch. God damn it, Fred Durst, you yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I my rebellion was bad music. Sister Hazel. Um, wow. Oh man, dude. I listened wow. to some shit music. That's all right, dude. You had a rough upbringing,
1: so I forgive all of it. Like I really do. I like I everything that I everything that you talk about, I'm just like, "Well, fuck man, he had it rough." <laughs> I I love him because he had a he did not have it, it was not easy so I I yeah I'm going to forgive him his mm-hmm. trespasses
2: That's why I never try to bond over music. You ever notice that whenever you talk about music I I always keep very to myself. <laughs> Cuz if we I talk just, about movies I'm all in.
1: I'm always surprised when you come to pick me up that what you're listening to because it's always a surprise. It's never it's never the same, so it's always different. There was a yeah. while where you were playing the White Stripes. Yes, and uh, which was obviously delightful to me, mm-hmm. but also because I have kids now, I've just gotten to the point where I don't judge anybody's anything because I realize how out of touch it makes me look. Yeah. No matter how opinionated I am, like nobody just cares. Like my opinion as far as pop culture right now goes, people maybe listen to me about a movie, but everything else you know, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I don't have a say. So I just enjoy stuff. I just try and enjoy everybody's mm-hmm. taste, and then I just roll with it. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, I'm an anomaly with music. I never got sat down and, and people said, this is the best, this is We Well, you also worst. didn't
1: pick a genre. Like, you're all over the map. We listen oh, yeah. to everything in the car.
2: Bon Iver, Eminem. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we'll listen to uh, uh, The Black Keys. Yeah. And then every once in a while, some Puddle of Mud. <laughs>
0: No. that's when i
2: that's when my that's when my patience kicks in i'm not proud
1: that's of any when my of this patience kicks in
2: uh, like i didn't know nickelback was bad for a while that's yeah, how okay. bad my music taste was at the time yeah i wasn't aware until someone told me nickelback was bad right and then i listened to it and i go okay i i can yes I agree.
1: (laughs) I I come at it in a strange place because I played music. So, of course, I had opinions about it. And I spent time doing it. So, you know, I mean, I'll never forget the time Amira and I were in the car. And Amira has incredible taste in everything. Mm -hmm. But when I met her, she was an A&R rep, meaning that she she signed bands. She was responsible for signing bands at at a big label. And so she Mm. knew a lot about music. And whenever I would hate something... She would always tell me why I shouldn't hate it or why it was good. And I remember we were listening to a Nickelback. I'm like, these guys suck. And she goes, there's three hooks in this song. There's three hooks. <laughs> not one. Not two hooks. There's three hooks. And then she pointed them all out. And she goes, that's not easy to do. No. <laughs> and I went, okay. All right. Look I still at, hate it. Yes, but of I, course. But I respect
2: it. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh Oh, Oh, no, those words don't rhyme (laughs) Those
1: are terrible words That's a terrible meme
2: It is (laughs) Yeah, that's a bad meme That's a bad meme Look at this photograph What are your emotions?
1: (laughs) First off, when was the last time you looked at a photograph? For real That wasn't on your phone exactly Are you holding the snapshot? (laughs) You dumbass
2: Piece of shit You know what I think we should do next? I think we need to do the Pat update.
1: Oh, yeah. There's so many oh,
2: updates with Pat.
1: Yeah, updates. I don't think Pat said but 15 words into the microphone since we've been here. So <laughs> to update is to almost have you gotten to know him in the oh, first yeah. place.
2: Let's introduce Pat, Ben. <laughs> 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 yeah. Our Pat. producer, Pat. Pat Kelly, You uh, you said at the end of the show off-air, last episode, episode 18, that you implemented some of the things we talked about and everything sort of changed for you.
1: But I just want to say something really quickly about Pat before he talks. Here's how good he is. There was 1,038 edits on the last
2: oh, yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how good
1: he is. Yeah. He cuts this thing up so that it, it sounds... Because I can tell you that i walked out of here going, man, we talked a lot. And then I'll listen to the podcast and be like, man, we sound... Smart, oh, like super, he puts ideas mm-hmm, together, mm-hmm. takes
2: out all the bullshit. Yeah, he does a good job. The moments where we're trying to gather our, our thoughts together, you guys don't hear any of that because Pat's in there the going, The moments on, where our snap. thoughts
1: are worthless and aren't <laughs> worth airing, he, does, he takes those yeah. out.
2: <laughs> yep. Or if I'm steamrolling or, or Greg is steamrolling, he takes that out. Yep. And yep. makes it sound like we're listening to each other. <laughs> yep. Anytime one of us repeats something the other one has already said
0: because we're not listening, he takes that out. I yep. mean, Pat's a master. Yep. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. And yeah, after last show, I I don't normally like to say things are happening before I've put some time into it. So uh, I waited about three weeks because after you guys talked about all the vegetarianism and and like the strength of having a plant based diet, I immediately went red meat free immediately. It's been three weeks uh, since I've had red meat. I transitioned from uh, dairy milks to oat milk. And I'm starting... The the hardest process for me is the weaning of the sugar. I
1: fucking love me a sugary snack. Yeah, 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 me too. Holy cow. uh,
0: Yeah, I'm getting there. I I, uh, brought a little... sugar-free vegan chocolate for you guys to try. No, it was, it so, was good. so good. Right? It, it, was so it was so good. It was so yeah, fucking yeah.
2: good. Do we have the package?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he
2: brought, it's in this purple package, and I we got to tell people, if you're looking to yeah. get off sugar, and but you still want sweets, because there's a bunch of that shit out there, and Pat brought, oh man, it's... Uh,
1: Lakanto, L-A-K-A-N-T-L.
2: Yeah, Lakanto, sugar-free chocolate, monk fruit sweetened. And uh, it's in, uh, with cocoa nibs, and it is...
1: The cocoa nibs make it.
2: Yeah, it's keto. It's really, really, really good. It's in a purple package. There's this dude, like, meditating, almost the Buddhist monk pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, he's
1: sitting Lakanto.
2: He
0: is sitting very much Lakanto. <laughs> I
1: wonder, Lakanto must mean something.
0: Yeah, uh, so you brought that. I did, I did. I, I figured I'm going to have to find some way to transition out of sweets, because it's easily my... Biggest weakness. Oh my God, it's Uh, mine too. Yeah.
1: And let me just say that as far as all this stuff is going, I've stuck with none of it. My weight's up. (laughs) 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 I just want to, because you know what? Uh, We are nothing if not honest here. Yeah, absolutely. There's no point. I don't want to, you know, I never want to pretend that I'm somebody I'm not. Right. So I've kept my workouts up. I've almost doubled up on my workouts. So I'm, 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 that is all going well. But, uh, I can't even tell you what I haven't put in my mouth lately, and uh, and uh, last night it was True's birthday, and there were three different pieces of cake. So it, uh, there's I just I like Nickelback. I don't know when. Maybe yes, three different pieces of cake, not one, not two, but three different pieces of cake. Now one of them was a flourless chocolate Ooh. cake that was very very good. Although not as chocolatey as this, this chocolate that we're eating today, but yeah, I haven't, I I keep slipping and I, maybe it'll, maybe when the notebook comes, I got to buckle down, but I really do. And so then somebody suggested to me in a letter that we'll probably read next week, but uh, somebody said, I think you would do better with a keto diet.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of buddies of mine have done keto.
1: Yeah, and I don't know what that is necessarily. No carbs? No carbs.
2: Yeah, you essentially can go back to eating meat. Not red meat for you, because that's a whole other thing. Hey, that's a whole other thing. I would suggest chicken or whatever. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, you know, look, I'm not going to be uh, one of those pushy vegan plant-based guys. I'm, I'm glad if anybody does do it. But with Greg, I'm more concerned for his safety. Because of what the doctor had right, that, right. Had, had said. So, you know, because uh, I'm always looking at, like, uh, uh, Kelsey, my wife, her aunt has MS. And she decided to go all organic. Organic everything. If she could grow it, then she grows it and she eats that. Wow. If she she has chickens, roam around her backyard and they lay eggs and she eats those eggs. And so nothing is from a big conglomerate and... You would never know she has MS. Wow. She, and she's had it for a while. She does, That's incredible. She hasn't shown any of the symptoms of someone with MS because there is so much chemicals in everything we eat, no matter what it is. Meat, even I would I would assume maybe even some, some vegan stuff. If you look at uh, some of the, like the, the winds are changing when it comes to food. So if you go right. to a restaurant, they have vegan options. But there's still conglomerates out there that are like, well, how do we make this process so it lasts a little longer? Let's throw some chemicals in there. So there may or may not be some vegan shit out there that can harm you.
1: Right, 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 right. Like the the Burger King Impossible Burger.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't eat that.
1: No, No, because you think think that's just probably still as greasy as...
2: Yes, of course. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. But if I can make it myself or if I can find something that's, you know, helpful to my body without having a lot of shit inside of it, I'm going to go for that now because the older I get... You know, like we all do, you start looking at your own mortality.
0: And so I'm really you, happy about it. Do you it.
1: feel better, Pat?
0: I do, absolutely. I've, I've lost a significant amount of weight. Like, just kind of like that little roll of chub that hangs out. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, Those are gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. I do feel, I feel energetic. I like My skin feels better, looks better. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's been pretty significant. I didn't expect to see results quite so soon.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's
0: amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm all
2: about that now. I, I I'm dropping a lot of things. I mean, I'm not, and I'm again, I'm not so picky that I'm, if I'm hungry and it has eggs in it, I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's fucking like it's a sandwich with mayonnaise, whatever. I'm hungry. Let's just eat it. But my hard stop is meat and most most things that have uh, may or may not have chemicals in them. Oh wow! And so I go with creamers or just straight up organic almond milk or oat milk is really. I do like good. oat milk. Oat milk mm-hmm. is
1: so good. That's what I put my sugared cereal in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I put my, that's what I ate.
2: I'm so concerned for you. That's
1: what I ate my Captain Crunch in, is oat milk, because I'm doing it healthy. I'm doing it healthy.
2: So. Captain Crunch is bad for you because it cuts up the roof of your mouth. It has a ton of sugar in it. Yeah. Um, and it's not something you should start the day with. Well, it's made from cancer. Also, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's also made from it's cancer. It's made from cancer, yeah. I've, uh, they have just uh, robots that are made from tobacco mm-hmm. <laughs> that make, mm-hmm. the can- make the Captain That's Crunch. right.
1: That's right. No, I don't. I, I actually, I don't eat sugar cereals. And also, I don't eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Like my meals, I've always, I eat half and then usually give the other half to the dogs. But I haven't stuck with, I haven't been able to get in a groove with, like I've been drinking celery juice and I've been like, there's, there are things that are better. Yeah. I can't stop eating turkey jerky. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lean meat and Trader Joe's makes a turkey jerky that just fucking, it's, it's godlike. It's just so good. Nothing about it is healthy for you. Not there's not no. one thing it's just dried out turkey that's been dipped in sugar cuz it's all teriyaki. It's just
0: You get ridiculous. the teriyaki one?
1: Fuck yeah. Of course I do. And I uh, eat it.
0: Oh fuck.
1: But then some days I'll just eat pistachios and dried cranberries. <laughs> so because <laughs> because I'm Why? A, because I'm a Because I'm a bear. Because I'm a bear. And I like to forage.
2: (laughs) What a dickhead. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: I would agree with that assessment. I would not disagree with that assessment. (laughs) I was
2: so not expecting any of that. Pistachios and dried cranberries. Yeah, I love pistachios
1: and dried cranberries. I I love pistachios.
2: Pistachios are good. Pistachio ice cream is really good. And
1: dried cranberries are great. Mm -hmm. And you put them together in a bowl and my daughters go, gross. God, you're so gross. I'm like, well, wait till I put turkey jerky in there. And they're like, you're just disgusting.
2: Yeah, if you could put that in a, in a steel trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that, it's just a steel trap with teeth. That's how we're going to get yeah. Greg.
1: I'm also the only one that drinks eggnog during the holiday, and I save some for after the holiday. And nobody else likes it. Everyone's so grossed out by me. They're like, you're so gross.
2: Man, eggnog used to be that thing, too. Eggnog was that special thing. It came around. Everybody had a glass. And then you'd get halfway through a glass and be like, do I even like this as much as I thought I did? This is actually pretty fucking disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now now eggnog is in shelves. And I don't know anybody who drinks eggnog anymore other than you. I eat a lot of yogurts, too. Yogurts, yeah. Yeah. And that's mm.
1: dairy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm i i usually start do you my, think they'll make an oat milk yogurt
2: <laughs> yeah i think they will i they I think they have something i know chobani
1: effect. the yogurt company is making an oat milk so chobani
2: maybe man chobani those oh. yogurts are amazing kite makes a great dairy-free cream cheese so if, if you love cream cheese on your bagels but you're trying to go vegan
1: can you eat a bagel you can't eat a bagel i eat a bagel,
2: bagel. that's a
1: bunch of carbs right
2: I'm not on keto.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: I live the life of a plant-based boy. There's sugar in that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a plant-based boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you can have a bagel. Can't I can. I had a bagel before we came here, remember? Yeah, yeah. I usually start my day with a, a shake. I usually do a protein smoothie. It has frozen strawberries, bananas. I love raspberries. Mm-hmm. And then I do almond milk and kale, almond butter, because Kelsey's allergic to peanuts. But peanut butter's really good in it too yeah and so when Kelsey goes on trips I usually throw some peanut butter in there and then um,
1: well you have your secret peanut butter for when Kelsey's out of town <laughs> I
2: do because peanut butter is so good it's so good but when she's around Where's
1: you wearing the pants in the family
2: <laughs> she'll die she'll wow. die wow if it's well, around some people are afraid <laughs> you married a coward <laughs> I did she should have just walked into a peanut factory <laughs> she got married at peanut factory <laughs> <laughs> Um. yeah and that's usually how I start my days uh, with a bit like a big smoothie I'll drink that around eight in the morning and I'll be good till around one one p.m. I won't need anything from right. eight to one and then I usually do a-, a wrap or a sandwich or beyond sausage is really good yeah you can get hot spicy if you like spicy which I do Spicy uh, beyond sausage. I put that in a tortilla, some mustard, grilled onion. That's my lunch. And then we get uh, HelloFresh deliver as vegetarian meals. And uh, we usually buy Kite brand plant-based cheeses if we're going to put cheese in our stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Kite? Kite brand. Is
1: that like a company you should invest in now because they're going to take over?
2: I'm not going to invest in anything right now. But, well uh, let's say adventure. you were
1: let's say you were an invested person, sure, like is kite uh, an organic food company that seems like it's got legs
2: i yeah, yeah, if the vegan boom keeps on rolling like it's been going,
1: yeah, no, I, the vegan boom's not stopping
2: no yeah I would then... the plant
1: based thing you know when it changed from vegan to plant based because that's what people are saying now, so whoever coined or decided to say plant based because that all you're saying is vegan, yeah. really, essentially, yeah. But plant based sounds like you're getting more than just vegetables.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Even
1: though you're not, but it.
2: Right. But you're opening up a whole new world. Oh, man. I'm all about music. Sometimes references.
1: this podcast knows exactly when to end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it knows exactly when it's out of gas.
2: Yeah.
1: It just, That's it's, true. it's like we threw a rod. Should,
2: should we plug? <laughs> should we plug then? Yeah, let's plug. Let's plug. Follow the show at dtbffpodcast at gmail.com. You can also call in if you have a question.
1: Why don't you call in? What are you Frady cats doing? Look, it's not that hard. Get drunk and do it. 323 <laughs> 379 Let me say it one more time. Get your pen. Write it on the front page of your journal. Mm-hmm. 323-379-5544. Call us. Leave us a question. Yes. And then we'll play it on air. And you'll get to be in show business. And and what better way to do that than on this show? The profile. (laughs) Yeah. You can follow me on It's Gregors. You can come to the workshop, which is June 20th at Muse in Studio City. Eventbrite is where the tickets are.
2: Yep. You can follow me at Kane Holloway. You can also follow the show at DTBFF Podcast on Instagram, and you'll be seeing. I'm going to post a picture. I probably already did before the episode came out of the notebook itself. Yep. You can find the link to the notebook there. They haven't uh, gotten their buttons thing updated, but right now there's two different links for the buttons. The link for the buttons is on my Instagram. So if you follow me already and you haven't gotten your buttons, if one, at Kane Holloway. If you want the notebook. Follow the show at DTBFF Podcast on Instagram. Go to that link. It'll send you right over. They're fucking available. Greg and I and Pat and Sal all have ours by the time this episode comes out. And you'll also see pictures of us with our notebooks when we get them.
1: Go to com and mm. get a free meditation mm. and subscribe mm. and then just be so stoked about my emails. Fuck. They're just super great. They're good. And Pat told me to mention this last time, which is a good idea. I haven't mentioned it, but I have a comedy album that came out a little while ago called uh, "Why Are You In Here?" and it's from Audible, audible dot com. So you can go there and you can get that album. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. decent.
2: I like it a lot. It's decent. Listen to it a bunch. Uh, my wife loves your album. Sometimes she'll be like, "Put on Greg." We'll listen to your.
1: That is a bad sign for you. <laughs>
2: That is a bad sign.
1: Because she's willing to listen to anything but you. I mean, and, when I, it's, and when it's me, it's like, oh, she's oh, run out of things to listen to. I
2: can't hear it anymore. My filibustering. Yeah, I've, most of my shows have been canceled. So any live comedy shows that you want to come to, I'll update you when they start coming back.
1: And when you start coming back from the virus.
2: Yeah, yeah. And hope everybody stays safe out there.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Wash your hands. Take good care of yourself. Uh, We love you. We need you. So stay safe. Don't take bullshit from fuckers.
0: Fuck them. Hey there. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes so you get new episodes automatically. And then rate us five stars because it's the right thing to do. All music by the reigning Monarchs. Produced by Patrick Kelly.